Chapter Seven of Life in the Sick Room Essays by an Invalid. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Susie. Life in the Sick Room Essays by an Invalid by Harriet Martineau. Becoming inured. Sunt homines quicum patentia moriuntur. Sunt autem quidem perfecti quicum patentia vivunt. Saint Augustine. No cruel god of diligent cares that keep crowned woes awake. As things too wise for sleep, but reverend discipline, religious fear and soft obedience find sweet biding here the self-remembering soul sweetly recovers her kindred with the stars not basely hovers below but mediates the immortal way home to the source of light and intellectual day crawshaw we hear every day benevolent and compassionate persons in discussing the woes of sufferers dwelling on the thought of such sufferers becoming inured and we see them if possible reposing on this as the closing and conclusive idea how natural this is how often and how undoubtingly we did it ourselves in our days of ease but how differently it sounds now how quickly do we detect in it the discharge and dismissal of uneasy sympathies how infallibly do we see how far it may be true and what a tale could we tell of what is included in the phrase becoming inured where it may be most truly applied of what experience is involved in the process where it is shortest and easiest i was lately speaking to a tender-hearted woman who had known suffering but not torment of more than one case of persons who dying slowly under a torturing disease simply and naturally declared shortly before death the season of their illness to have been the happiest part of their lives there are different ways of explaining this fact which though i always believed it i did not till lately understand my friend however found no difficulty she said in a tone of pitying tenderness but of perfect decision oh they become inured to it i replied by some slight description of the suffering in the case which had impressed me most and asked if she thought use and experience could soften pain like that oh yes she again said they become inured to it that is certainly the thing is it so i am persuaded it is not to the great majority of evils men may become inured but not to all to almost every kind and to vast degrees of privation moral and physical they may become inured and to chronic sufferings of mind and body but i am convinced that there is no more possibility of becoming inured to acute agony of body than to paroxysms of remorse 
the severest of moral pains for the sake of both sufferers and sympathizers it would be well that this should be thoroughly understood that aid may not fall short nor relief be looked for in the wrong direction the truth is as all will declare who are subject to a frequently recurring pain a familiar pain becomes more and more dreaded instead of becoming lightly esteemed in proportion to its familiarity the general sense of alarm which it probably occasioned when new may have given way and disappeared before a knowledge of consequences and a regular method of management or endurance but the pain itself becomes more odious more oppressive more feared in proportion to the accumulation of experience of weary hours in proportion to the aggregate of painful associations which every visitation revives when it is moreover considered that the suffering part of the body is if not recovering growing continually more diseased and susceptible of pain it will appear how little truth there is in the supposition of tortured persons becoming inured to torture the inuring process which i hold to be impossible in the cases mentioned is however practicable and frequent in almost all cases of inferior suffering but while all join in thanking god for this there is a wide difference in the view taken of the fact by those who feel and those who only observe it to the last it is a clear and satisfactory truth shining on the rock of futurity which they can sit and gaze at from the window of their ease commenting on the blessing of such a beacon light to those who need it to those who need it meanwhile it is far far off sometimes hidden and sometimes despaired of as the waves and the billows go over them and the point can be reached only through sinkings and struggles and fears and anguish with scanty breathing times between why is this not admitted in the case of the invalid as it is in that of the person losing a sense one who is becoming blind or deaf is sure to grow inured in time but through what a series of keen mortifications of bitter privations every one sees and understands this while in the case of the invalid many spring to the conclusion overlooking the process of discipline which has in that case as in the other to be undergone it should never be forgotten how different a thing it is to read off this lesson from the clear print of assertion or observation and to learn it experimentally and at a scarcely perceptible rate line upon line and precept upon precept when every line is burnt in by pain and the long series of precepts are registered by their degrees of anguish when the nature of the process has been sufficiently dwelt upon to be understood that the hearts of the happy may be duly softened and those of the suffering duly cheered by sympathy then let all good be said of the inuring process at least all the good that is true and that is much 
no wise man will declare that it is the best and healthiest condition for any one no wise man will deny that the healthiest moral condition is found where there is the most abundant happiness happiness is clearly the native heavenly atmosphere of the soul that in which it is to live and move and have its being hereafter and in proportion to its share of which now and here it makes its heavenly growth the divinest souls the loftiest most disinterested and devoted all unite in one testimony that they have been best when happiest that they were then most energetic and spontaneously devoted least self-conscious this must and may joyfully be granted but as the mystery of evil is all round about us as we have no choice whether or not to suffer we may be freely thankful next for the inuring process as being the possible means though inferior to happiness of divine ends far indeed does the sufferer feel from reaching those ends when he contrasts his own state with that of the truly happy man when he looks upon one so little lower than the angels on his frame so nerved and graced by health his eye emitting the glow of the soul his voice uttering the music of the heart his hand strong to effect his purposes his head erect in the liberty of ease his intellect and soul free from perplexities and cares and not only at leisure for the service of others but restless to impart to them of his own overflowing good when the sufferer contemplates such a being and contrasts him with himself he may well feel how much he has to do to approach this higher order of his race aware of his own internal tremblings at the touch of the familiar pain sinking in weakness before the bare idea of enterprise abashed by self-consciousness smarting under tenderness of conscience perplexed and bewildered by the intricacy and vastness of human woe of which his own suffering gives him too keen a sense well may he who is in the bonds of pain look humbly to him who walks gloriously in joy and the humility might sink into abjectness if the matter ended here if the inuring process were not at work but herein is ample ground for hope now and greatness in the future and of a secondary still a sufficient greatness the sufferer may well be satisfied and needs be abashed before no mortal if he obtains sooner or later the power to achieve divine ends through the experience of his lot if beginning by encountering his familiar pain and putting down the dread of it by looking merely to the comfort of the reaction when it ceases he attains at length to conquering pain by the power of ideas if ease of body being out of the question he makes activity of spirit suffice him if his own future in this life being a blank 
he becomes absorbed in that of other men if imprisoned by disease kingdoms and races are not wide enough for his sympathies if as this or that sense is extinguished or this or that limb is laid fast his spirit becomes more alive in every faculty if familiarity with his pain enables him so to deal with it as resolutely to cut off every morbid spiritual growth to which he has been made liable by pain if instead of succumbing to unfavourable conditions he has struggled against dwarfage and distortion and diligently wrought at the renewal of the inward man while the outward frame was decaying day by day he may surmount his humiliations whatever cause for humility may be left by so impaired an existence for him the inuring process will have done its best for those who from constitutional irritability cannot become inured there is daily opening and at a shorter distance the grave where the weary are at rest for those on whom the inuring process acts amiss petrifying instead of vivifying the soul we may and must hope on the ground that they are in the hands of one whose ways and thoughts are not ours nor within our ken they are a mystery to us like the cankered buds and blighted blossoms of our gardens or it may be that there is no corruption nor decay but only torpidity induced by the protraction of the polar night of adversity it may be that their life is only hidden away for a season and that when the breath of eternal spring shall dissolve their icy bonds they may start forth as newborn and their preceding deadness be mercifully counted to them but as a long dream there is no danger no false security to oneself in hoping thus much for them for one must be as far from reconciling oneself to their condition as from preferring dreams to contemplation or the sleep of the frame to the life of the spirit End of chapter seven